Shout out to J. Cole. That's a uh, dope-ass album. Um, the off-season. Y'all know what the fuck it is. This is not Relationship Goals Podcast. This is episode 70 motherfucking five. five. Keeping it live. It's your boy Chillin' Dylan. And I got my beautiful wife with me, Chef K. Uh, we might get an appearance from somebody else. I don't know. Maybe. Excuse but me. But let's go. Excuse um, me. He didn't say a name. He was like, but yeah anyways <laughs> my um i'm gonna give my energy of the week i'm gonna give it to uh cole because i've been highly waiting for uh, one of these niggas to drop kendrick cole jay-z drake somebody and uh well, jay-z gave us something recently so what do you give us nigga that shit was like three weeks years and ago nigga so did cole so, so cole gave Carter's, us some shit so. Cole gave him shit like three years ago, too. That was like two, three years ago. Like like two, three years ago. Nigga, year that was like two. two, three years ago. Possibly. And none of them niggas have dropped in like two or three years. Okay. So, shout out to him, man, for being the first nigga to step out. And that nigga is rapping. Like, my homeboy was asking me, like, is the album good? You're not doing no capping. And I was, now. I don't know why I was trying to qualify. I'm like, yeah, if you like rapping, instead of just saying, yeah, it's good. But I I was trying to say that because a lot of people nowadays they not they looking for something that they can throw on party to and club and all this shit like nah that shit is like just some good music that and the nigga spitting bars mm-hmm. like uh so shout out to Cold Man and that nigga not only is he rapping that nigga just dropped his album about to have the number one album in the country. And he just, uh, I don't know if he started, but he played in the first uh, Africa League NBA game. Okay. Like, uh, NBA has an Africa League now, and okay. he's he's on the team, on one of the teams. So, 
Got it. Shout out to Cole, man. That's 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 pretty dope. That's big. Shout out. Cold world. <laughs> anyway, what you my, got? Is that my energy? So my energy is um my thought of the week is appreciation. Um, just let's all get a little more appreciation for one another, for our loved ones, and for ourselves. Let's just appreciate ourselves and everybody around us. And then secondly, um, it's not going to be as, <laughs> I guess, positive. Um, my second thought of the week is I saw um, that the game is being revived. And I mean the game is in the show The Game with Melanie and Derwin is uh, being revived by Paramount+. Plus. It's real. It's no more just talking about it. And um, my thought for that is, why? Just But nobody going to watch it. Nobody is downloading Paramount Plus app to watch that shit. Like, nobody downloading Paramount Plus app no matter what. But, so ain't nobody buying They're bringing back, for that shit. It's, like, it's going to revolve around Wendy Raquel Robinson and Jose Chanchez. Jose Chanchez, um... For who's Tasha Mack and then Malik Wright, you know, the mom and mm-hmm. son. And I'm like, she's still a sportsman, I guess, but is he still supposed to be a player? I mean, he's aged out. I'm just, I, I'm confused. And it's, um, so they are going to bring back, um, the original cast will be back. Um, well, most of them, that several legacy cast members are saying will make special appearances, but the show does revolve around Tasha and Malik from what we have now. And, um, why? They're talking about, the reboot hopes to offer a modern-day examination of black culture through the prism of pro football. The team will tackle racism, sexism, classism, and more as they fight for fame, fortune, respect, and love. I'm good. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mara Brockakill. Um, I usually fuck with y'all, but... Um, yeah, I'm past. Know. But I get it. I mean, shit. They bringing everything back, so why not? They created this if you, if you, years ago, and it's coming back, and it's... If there's a bag to be made... And Paramount is willing to put out some ducats for it. Shit, hey. I'm trying to figure out why they're rebooting the game, but they never even be rebooted Girlfriends. Which the game is... Because like, it's probably it's a, it's a cause spin it's probably off cost of it, too much. It probably costs too much. It's not really a spin off of it, but it is a spin off. It probably costs too much. It probably costs too much, but I'm just saying, like, this is what the people want. We're not like, asking for the game. We are how much asking you think, for Girlfriends. How much you think Tracy Ellis Ross right now is demanding per oh, episode? Oh, she's making... Listen, she's, on, <laughs> so, she's currently on TV, so she doesn't need like, to play come around. On. So that's what I'm saying, like... I don't think it's as easy as to be like, oh, we want this uh, reboot. She and is. It's gonna uh, she does blackish. She does mixedish. She is not playing. They are gonna reboot everything in a minute. Don't worry, you'll get what you girlfriend want. Girlfriend should have been you, back. And then you, and then you, and then, you and then you gonna realize you don't even want what you I thought do you want wanted. Girlfriends okay. back. I do right. fucking yeah. want that. You're not gonna tell me anything different. Yeah. I want All right. them. Uh, my golden couch of the week. I'm gonna give it to my guy, my brother, my. Uh, one of my friends, man, uh, Marvin, uh, he has a clothing line called Cool Table Which Clothing. Which advertised several times. Yes, you would know yes, if you were a listener. Uh, go cop that new cool, cool Table merch. Um, he just had a pop-up shop yesterday at Vacancy Avenue in Inglewood. Shout out to Vacancy Avenue as well. Um, it's a dope spot for, like, you can do, like, pop-ups and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, shout out shout out them. Dope aesthetics up in there and everything. Uh, really on some black love, black pride type shit. I dig it. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Pete, man. Um, he had a pop-up shop in, and I've been to like a few of them before. Like usually it's just like uh, a bunch of other um, vendors, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, it's like a community mm-hmm. thing, like the community comes out. But this was just him. Him and uh, oh, oh, also uh, shout out Cordero. Cordero was there doing, serving up the food and, uh, and emceeing the thing. Uh, shout out to Cordero. He had the pizzas going, the banana puddings. 
shout out shout out chef cordero um but this was just him like just him and like and i stayed there from like i got there probably like at the beginning and i stayed to the end and just to see like the amount of traffic and people that came through supported bar shit niggas was buying a gang of shit so uh and uh shout out to not just marvin shout out to his lovely wife uh leslie my bad my bad girl. No one recording no. right now. No, you need to put your <laughs> phone on vibrate. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, shout out uh, Leslie too, because uh, she was holding it down. Uh, so shout out to both of them, man. That's uh, y'all really inspire um, inspire me. I'm sure y'all inspiring a lot of other people too, just to see how y'all came together with this business and and making it flourish. So proud of y'all, man. Shout out to y'all. All right, for sure. Shout out Marvin and Les. Flowers to y'all, um, roses for y'all. Shout out to Cool Table Clothing and Chef Cordero, like you said. Um, and so my golden couch of the week is um, coming from uh, Kirby Jean Raymond. And I don't know if you guys are familiar, but he um, is the designer behind Pyre Moss, which is a pretty high-end brand. And it's super dope because he's actually going to be the first black American designer to present at Paris Fashion Week. Paris Hope fashion week so this is couture is, and i, I think hope couture yeah, it's is. this is amazing um for him to be able to do like a black fashion designers don't really get into the hope couture so this is this is not like ready to wear it's means. only so what they call couture is like it is special made for you ready wear is like you can buy it at the store you, you know it's it's Couture, they gotta One, make it for you. It, exactly, couture is that expensive shit. So it's really amazing that he's able to do this. Um, and twenty twenty one, and our first black guy is there. It's amazing, black person ever. But um, shout out to my guy Kirby Jean. Um, this is amazing. I flowers, roses for you. For real, Fashion for real. week. That's pretty amazing. Let me go grab my motherfucking raincoat uh. and some uh some slippers. Put on some velvet uh, sweatpants and no t-shirt, and that's Fashion Week. And I'm putting yeah. up the Fashion Week. And that'll be in July. And I <laughs> with some uh, with some uh, snowboard goggles on. Okay, so I would like to show you a real <laughs> shout out to somebody doing something. Nah, nah, shout out. I'm so just talking I think it's super dope. Um, I was actually really excited to read this story. I read like three different articles about this story because that's how much it excited me. And then I have one more shout out for my golden couch. Uh, they're um, two young twins. They're 17 years old from North Carolina, out of the Carolinas. Shout out J. Cole. Um, they've been accepted to 15 colleges. What about the baby? The baby from North Carolina. Oh, Izzy, shout out to baby, too. More you know what I'm saying? Listen, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, two 17-year-old twins have been accepted to 15 colleges um, and receiving... 1.53 million in merit-based scholarships. So that's dope for them. And um, Big money wine. Um, Reagan and Ricardo Rosone are their names. And they graduated in June 12th from Enloe Magnet High School in Raleigh. And um, some of the schools they've gotten acceptance letters from have been Harvard, um, Yale, MIT, University of Pennsylvania, and Duke. And that those are some pretty prestigious schools. I mean... MIT, my goodness. So I get West LA and so shout out to um my um young black um scholars out there. I see y'all. No, ICDC, they ain't get a scholarship. I'm I C D C would be glad to have them. I'm sure they would let them come for free as well. They might give them <laughs> shout a out, shout honorary out to them, degrees. Man, I'm, just, I'm in a silly mood today. Shout out to them. 
Shout out to them. All right, what we on? What we got today? What you got? What you want to uh, start with? Mm, I have an interesting topic. Um, you ever feel like like work is monotonous and shit? Like everybody I know, like I've been having recent conversations with a friend about like really being overworking, like really hating it and wanting to do her own thing, and it's becoming such a burden. And it got me thinking, like, what are some things that like you feel like you not just beyond your control, your job can do to make you like make work feel less stressful to make it more of a thriving and comfortable environment to make it somewhere where it's like I don't want to be here but I also don't mind being it's, here it's simple <laughs> give me more money that I, that solves everybody's issue at work right but I aside, like. from that, aside from that <laughs> aside, from, aside money, from money aside from um, I don't think they can do anything aside from money honestly well, I don't think there's anything that would make me want to be there I think if if I was currently um Working from home like you were, I think I would enjoy it much more. Mm-hmm. But going into the office, what can they do? I mean, maybe if you fed me every day um, and I had hours that I liked, then, yeah, I think, yeah. I think the hours, hours for sure. Hours. Like, if I had some cool hours, I think, and they fed the nigga every day, um... Maybe I would be more inclined to wanting to go mm. when I was scheduled to I go. See. Okay. Um, but money, give me more money. Filmmaker, that always works. Filmmaker, filmmaker Erica Lust is onto something now. Um, she has launched a new initiative at her company. Um, for she's calling it Masturbation Month, <laughs> and she has thirty six uh, members of her staff, and they get a thirty minute break every day. Which they masturbate. can masturbate at work if they want to, or yes. they have to. Yeah, if they want enough, they want to. Um, but do you have to use it for masturbating? Like, can I use it for shit? She said it actually starts this month, but it'll, it'll last all year. But can I use it for something else? Like, does it have to no, be specific for masturbation? Time. It's masturbation time, so it is for masturbating. It's okay to masturbate in the office. And um, Erica Lust is well, she is an adult shit. film star and now an adult filmmaker, so it makes sense in this industry, obviously. But I'm thinking, I was, oh, but no. I was thinking about things that could make it. So, I'm um, I'm having sex, right. filming a movie, a porno movie. Right. Then I take a thirty minute break right. to go masturbate. Right. Well, not everybody on there is. Uh, and, and like a star, they're not all the um, oh, you sound like the cameraman, yeah. Everybody needs a break. Oh, that nigga got blue balls. The camera, yeah, he's been ball. watching all this time. Everybody needs a break to go and handle their the boom, business. The boom, the boom man, everybody, director, everybody gets a break to go and handle their business. We've been in here for hours now. Do they get a choice of what content they able? And all others flowing. Do they get a choice of what content? Now, are they able to jack off like while wow, the shit is going on? No, you have to take a break. That, come on, that's illegal. <laughs> that is my break. You no, know, you cannot just jack off. That's illegal. If everybody is working and I'm just the one jacking off, yeah, then that, that's, that, that's that my break time. Those are legal problems. <laughs> Why? You cannot just be jacking off in front of people. Fuck you, you mean? They're they fucking right here. Yeah, they're, they're fucking right made, here. We all, listen, we they all, are fucking right in front of me. You're going to tell me I can't jack off right here? But everyone here has agreed to be watching them and filming this and working Yeah, but we also agreed that I can get a 30-minute jack off break. Yeah, I didn't agree for the cameraman to pull out his dick in front of me and start jacking up. I'm suing this whole goddamn Nigga, place. You are out of your I'm mind. I'm suing everybody here for this if, shit. If they could watch... Uh, 
No, you are out of your mind if you think that just because you're filming a porno, you can come and do some shit in front of me. No. No, you will catch all kind of cases. How? You, you, you are, are the, literally... You're the boom man. Your dick does not belong out. Only the guy, only the actor, the star, his dick belongs it's out. It's my break time. Your dick should not be out. It's my break time. Yeah, private break. You cannot yeah, put your dick out in public. So, all right, so they got to use his phone. All right. But um, I don't think that'll make me about using a phone? What does the nigga have to use his phone for? You need something to jack off to. If I'm on set, maybe you already have motivation. Nigga, this nigga said a nigga gotta use his phone. So you, you are really against having to go to the private niggas are close their eyes and jack off? (laughs) That's what you want. (laughs) (laughs) You can open them. You can open them and look at the wall. Do if you have like I said, you don't want me to jack off while these motherfuckers is working. No, I don't. No, I don't. In the bathroom, jack off to the wall. That's not <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Why but now nah, that's not that's not gonna make me want to go to work every day. It's not gonna motivate you to get through your days easier. No. There, well, she's also looking to destigmatize um, masturbation. Um, There's a stigma. Ideas. Yeah. Well, oh, masturbation. Yeah, she, she's looking to destigmatize masturbation in everyday life. Like it's okay. And she's also calling out other business owners to join her in offering regulated self regulated self pleasure breaks for other employees. Other porn business stars, what? No, just people in general. Shoot, and then they, they even referenced she referenced that Matthew McConaughey's character in Wolf of Wall Street explained how he jerks off twice a day, once in the morning and once after lunch, to keep up his performance at work. His c- character. So, it was a fucking movie they wrote. I'm this just shit. telling you what it's, it's a script. Um, New York writer and CNN legal analyst Jeffrey Tubin, who was like you, was fired for masturbating on camera during an election oh election simulation Zoom meeting. Oh, yeah. He's in a Zoom meeting and jacking off like this is come on sir, you can't keep it together. I just don't see that. Like see, I can, I can do that shit at home. So, so Why would I want to go to work to jack off? It's the details on that. Her staff won't be jerking off in front of colleagues while st- um, starring is the Supreme Court. I don't know. Whatever. That's why you can't do it in front of colleagues. So. But these niggas is fucking right in front. Oh, but of me. the office has been set up with a private masturbation station, so employees can schedule times to go. <laughs> so yeah. Man, I'm cool. She can keep that job. That shit ain't gonna have me f- uh, filling out an application. Mm. I'll pass. Might keep you going. You never know. I will pass. Uh, this one I ask you. So there was a, a debate. I was listening to something. Do you think that marriage? How should I word this? I don't know. Um. Do you think marriage is more of an economic contract than anything else? No. What do you feel it's based on? Mm, it's a selling of your soul. It's a selling um, of your soul. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what marriage is more than an economic contract. It's almost like a... Um, it's... I guess it's more thought of like a more... It's a... Pen to, pen to paper um, tethering of two people's lives. Um, not just like we are living together and we're saying we're going to do it, but it's like a legal stance on it. Like it's such a, it's really just marriage is an extreme tethering of yourself to another person. It's like a not 
that you tie and it's very it's not very hard but it's not as it's more complicated to just um, so it's more than just economics rabble. involved it's definitely more than just economics <clears throat> most definitely anybody who thinks that marriage is just an economic contract um either isn't married or is in an economic kind of based relationship or marriage yeah because i think if you look at it financially then yeah of course it's economically but it's so much but more. do you think that there should be like some type of like contract between the two parties involved other than just a marriage like license? a prenuptial agreement or a postnuptial agreement of course <laughs> they have those in place already do you i mean i'm asking do you think those are necessary certainly for what like what if both parties don't come in with I, I'm not going to say nothing, but quote-unquote nothing. Well, what then people, well, we don't have anything to protect. <laughs> yeah, no, but there are things to protect. Like but, what? And quote-unquote, and what they would... People, like what? I'm just if saying, like, you got to... If we're coming in with nothing, we're not protecting anything. But if we start to acquire things, then, of course, you can always put post-nuptials into place. That's, that's why they're called post-nuptials. You can always sign and set those agreements later. We both agree on them, you know? But if we're not coming in with anything, what the hell are we writing about? What are we, what are we writing? Signing up. So I need a postnuptial. Yeah, you then. can do it. You can definitely do a postnuptial. I would have to agree to it, obviously. But you just said you would. I did not say I would. Yes, you I said, said both parties would need to. No, agree you to said it. you believe in it. So yeah, of course I believe you would in agree it. To it. Yeah, we could. <laughs> I believe in them. Yes. So you would agree to one then? Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so don't sit here and say no, then. Yeah. No, you just saying that I said I said that and I said I didn't say that prior. But yeah, I'm saying it now. Yeah, I wouldn't. I now, why do most women get offended by that? People, not even just women. Men are, I think you're thinking in the sense of women because most times you hear scenarios, but there are lots of men, again, they come into situations with women who have something and they are also very offended. Just a person thing. Like people don't yeah, like to we feel. Don't, we don't see that too often. You see it. You no, know, you don't see it too often. No, I do because I look for it as well. <laughs> so fuck. you don't see it too often. I don't see that shit. But, um,. Maybe Nicki Minaj, that's what I probably could think of it, like Nicki Minaj, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, well there are lots, there are lots of powerful women who are also dating, men who are not powerful, and they need to protect their assets, and they do. Alright, um. um uh, a big one, a big one that most people, you, you could probably, no, so you could probably identify with this one, Oprah's not married, um, is, um, Candy, Candy Burrs from The Housewives, hers was actually a really big, um, story, her and her current husband they've been married for years now but it was a really big thing about the prenups it almost like they let them tell it you don't know but it almost kind of kept them from marrying because they couldn't agree her mom was telling her she needs to protect her money and she's like i gotta protect my money and he's like you talk about this fucking money i don't care about your fucking money i don't fuck you you're you're consuming this marriage with your fucking money and we can't move past the state because you are working that that. i want your fucking money candy bacon she, um, you know, she wrote a, a lot of songs for a lot of people. That's why she, uh, yeah, no, she's, she has a lot, of, she wrote a lot of songs for a lot of people. And what her do, um, he would, he would. He, well, he used to be on the, he used to be on the film crew for, um, Housewives. He was like one of the cameramen or something. He was, a, he was on the production set. That's how they met. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And he was mad about a prenup? I don't know if he was mad about, he said he wasn't mad about the prenup, but I guess it was like the circumstances of how it was going. Like, it just got to be kind of a volatile thing. Again, it's, it's a hard conversation to have. And that's been Why kind not? of volatile. Nigga, not, they, you... they couldn't agree on it. And then her thing was like, you're not in this. So she kind of flat out said it like, 
So, what, you think that if something happened between us, you gonna get my money? You think you deserve my money? And, of course, if somebody being with you, you would be like, so you think I want your fucking money? And that's where the problems were coming I don't see why. Like, nigga, that's your shit. I'm a sign that ain't none of that shit mine. If, and then I think it was also split. thinking her mom kept saying, like, he's a lemon and he wants your money. He's a lemon. Like, he's sour. He ain't got... And she kept saying, like, he didn't come in with nothing. He had his own. He didn't have what she had, but he had a little something. So, okay, so... That, and he was surviving on his own shit. Okay, so so that, that kind of segues into the next... So the Joe Budden podcast broke up. And it's similar to that. Like, it's like... Well, the Joe Budden podcast is a, still going. It's still oh, going. Yes, He's not broken up. It is still going. The, their two members have been fired. <laughs> I would say. So they, they or went, they left. They went through a cash change. I'm not even gonna say they got fired because if I was them, I would say nigga, I quit because I didn't show up. So technically, you can't fire me if I quit already. So I'm gonna say they quit. Um, but so there was, I mean, a few weeks back. Uh, the two members, Maul and Rory, they had left the show, but they were they weren't saying why. They're just like they just weren't here. And then finally, maybe a few weeks ago, they started like saying like, "Oh well, uh, Joe Buttons told Rory not to come in." Maul took offense to that, so they took some weeks off. Mm. And then they finally came back, mm. and. Joe Buttons let them talk, and everybody's like, oh, we're going to be transparent. Like, they kept using these words, transparent, transparency. And, and obviously they weren't transparent. And no one on the show was. Not Joe Buttons, not Worry, because not Because they Maul. told the truth, and now yeah, they, they told the truth, the yeah. Truth. <laughs> so. <laughs> now they're going to tell us the real truth now. So the other day, their truths. <laughs> yeah, so the other day, Joe Button goes on, on his show, because neither one of them showed up, and he fired them both. Well, he really only fired Rory. Um, but they both were a casualty of that one fire. But Joe Buttons told his truth. And then, just yesterday, Maul and Rory responded with, they said they're not going to say it's my truth. They're going to say they're going to call it the truth. Mm. Now, it's hard for me to believe any of these guys because they all sat on their with each other. And, and they all lied. lied. They lied to I all see, of you us. Know, I said this the first time. They were all lying. I said it. I called it. And so, like, I get it. Like, I can kind of see, like, now what it is just from hearing both sides we now. We can see what they're saying it is now. Mm-hmm. Who knows? What if they come back again they have a new truth of this one? They were throwing us off the first time and this is what the real truth is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just keeps going. Um, It's just nasty. Like, what do you think about, like, business and friendship? Do you think they mix well? It depends. Um, It's hard. It's, I think you have to create a dividing line. But um, it's hard, like, even with us on a podcast, sometimes it gets sticky, but it has to be a point where one of us is like, okay, listen, this is not personal, so let's... Do you think it's the types of business, maybe, I would say? Well, like, how people do business? No, 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 no. Like, the type of, maybe, industry you're in, like, as far as, like, what business, what kind of business you do. Do you mean, like, as far not, as their situation? No, 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 I'm saying, like, because retail, like, do you think it would be different, like, if they were a retail company, or if they were a... Uh, you know what I'm saying? A car wash. If they owned a car wash together, like, 
Like this nah. is a podcast, so no, it's I'm it's like say. you gotta talk, you gotta go in there and talk, you gotta. Yeah, but that doesn't have anything to do with our personal relationship. But I mean, and what I like, so I think that's sometimes people doesn't matter. We have to go in there and talk. You you can phase out what you don't want to talk about. Okay, this well, this what there I'm things, saying. So, so there are things that they don't discuss that they don't want us to discuss. What I'm saying is, just in business and personal, I think there's a problem with friendships because. Um, it comes to a point where you kind of cross lines that feel uncomfortable. And in business, it's okay to be shrewd. But in friendships, you don't want to be shrewd. So when it comes to with your friends, you kind of want to take a softer demeanor, but it's not personal with business. So it's kind of hard to be as shrewd as you need to be. Or sometimes it's hard to... Even, even when it's... The thing is... People say leave personal out of business, and that becomes not even just with friendships. It's sometimes it's hard to take emotion out of business, period, and then add on a personal layer of that. It makes it hard, especially when you talk about friends. But then I like I'm not gonna get into their personal situation, but it's just hard. Sometimes it can it can affect the friendship, and then maybe it's just business now, or you know. So yeah, friendship in, in business into... is difficult to navigate. I think every circumstance is different. There's some people who have mastered it, some people who just never do. Um, and it honestly depends on the people sometimes and like your journey of growth. You have to be in it to try to make it work. You have to actively be trying to make it work, and it takes a lot of understanding, appreciation of the other person, and you have to kind of be self-aware enough to understand your own faults, which a lot of us don't like to do. You have to accept your part in things <coughs> as well to kind of understand somebody else and accept what they've done and move on. Like It's, it's like a relationship. It's never really one person. It's usually both people doing something at some point. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry I didn't I didn't do uh to the listeners I didn't do a good job of explaining what happened with them but y'all got the internet Google that shit they Google um, know I mean but, but also they create the effect that they want I mean Joe Buttons is a reality TV star let us never forget and this is playing out exactly like an episode think, of Love and Hip Hop it's all over but the I think it's I think in their situation it's a little bit different as far as because I was trying to say it's like if. If all three of us right here, we all pull our money and we like, let's And get buy. a condo. It's a conversation I was just thinking about last night. Yeah. We'll talk about it. <laughs> like, yeah, like buy a condo. And then we're like, all right, we buying a condo. We're going to rent it out. So we have a plan. We're going to rent it out. We're going to split the profits. I think in that instance, as long as the money and people are getting paid, whatever was agreed to, the profits is split. And the money's coming in. I, I don't really see friends really breaking up. And, and even if the money isn't coming in the way it is, because maybe, you know, the rent slow down. Maybe we don't got a renter in the motherfucker right now. Or, mm. or, you know, the mortgage, something happened with the mortgage, and now we got to put more into the... Or, you know what I'm saying? I, like, I feel like it's different because they situation, like, they were talent. Like, all of them, not okay. just the two. Like, Joe is talent to Rory Maul. They're talent, like... You guys are not just putting your money in something like y'all actually have to show up and perform. Like it's a difference between just oh we got an investment group and we put our money into some stocks. We mm. pulled our money. That's what I'm saying. Like the but, different types of businesses that you have, like I think, are a little bit harder navigating friendships so and, and business in certain ones. But in I my think, opinion, yeah, it's true. But that I think that's kind of minimalizing it to put it in a box about like. Most, I, I mean, I guess because most times it is about money, but to even just say it's about money, I think that's limiting. I think most of these things generally boil down to power and control, right? Because people want money, and so they have money. Once you have money, you want control. It's a thing, right? And um, so say money isn't an issue, something is going to be an issue at some point. Because also, because that's just who 
you yeah. are. You are going to you. This is who I don't you like, are as I don't people. like you talking over me, like right. on the show. Oh, I don't have enough. It's, yeah, it's I don't really, get enough time a, to say what I As a person, like it goes beyond just the money thing. It's also into who you are and how your friendship or how your business yeah. relationships are navigated by you guys individually. And if there are problems there, it doesn't matter what the issue is. It's gonna be something. But the, and that's what I'm saying. Like there's more factors to involved in that type of business that outside of money like if we that's why i said like we just pull our money the only factor that could really break us up or get in no, between us it's more than that say if we get a condo there's a bunch of things we can have a there can be an issue on how it's ran who we're putting in there i don't like how you put it out there on this market like this so it's always that's what i'm saying it's limiting to say that the issue would just be money it's not it goes into a whole thing of yeah. control it's never just money it's never just one thing yeah but if we and but, people who say but that's money, the thing we but but if we have a this about ego yeah. it's about no, a lot of things but that's what i'm saying is we should have an agreement in place where it's like all right we have a voting system like if it's three of us, the majority rules. If we come, somebody bring an idea to the table and somebody gets outvoted, that's just what it yeah, is. Yeah, it sounds good in theory, but that doesn't mean that people aren't still going to get their feelings hurt. Or oh, no, feelings hurt. are going to be hurt. You're saying that doesn't, but, that doesn't work, but I'm doesn't saying work like, around the issue. But in friendship, feelings get hurt all the time, but it's not like detrimental to where you're like, oh, I'm about to never be this person's friend again, like in, in maybe in this yeah, situation. In business, I don't know what, say we keep voting. If we all voting and y'all keep voting like, and I keep losing, I'm pissed off. At some point, I'm thinking, are you guys colluding against me? Now I'm about to start Maybe we the are, about, nigga. Yeah, exactly. That's what get I Get on mean. the fucking page. It's <laughs> us. Nigga, get on the same page as us, nigga. The fuck? Maybe y'all wrong. <laughs> How y'all always right? <laughs> nigga, two of us, nigga, two is better than one. So right. two of us feel the same okay, way. Okay, so maybe two dummies right. can be better than one smart person got it yeah the hell? we equal we smarter than you together nigga how <laughs> the fuck <laughs> but now nah, i just i i know it's a difficult road to navigate um i feel it's like very complex it's not just yeah yeah no it's, it's definitely more than money involved because like you said like they got topics they got talk like you know, this person might feel like they the motherfucking star of the show. And maybe he is. And, and like, point and a that, finger about yeah. what you do. I feel like you don't do enough of this. Yeah. It's like, that's what I mean about appreciation, too. Like, I'm not do what you do, but I do some what I do. And but it's that's like, what, and I can't okay. say it's, not, it's fine for you to also complain. You but, should vocalize But don't you think feel, that's but, that's just part of business? Like That's part of relationships. Like, it's not just business or relationships. People are always assessing what you do versus what they do. That is, it's a personal yeah. thing. It's It doesn't have yeah. anything to do with business. It's and it's not like colluding because it's like me and you might look and see the same thing and like, oh, that motherfucker. Yeah, what I'm saying is, but it, a pattern can feel like collusion or it can come across as collusion. A pattern of you two teaming up against me feels like it's collusion now. If it happens okay. once, I can't say what do you, it's a pattern. Okay. I, can, I have to, you know, I can What do you that. think, what do you think can help <laughs> alleviate a lot of like situations like that? Like better like communication. These, better communication. People communicating early and often. All right, no, no, okay, okay, okay. Better communication, but, but, better. but as far as like, if you, all right, we got a business together. How do we communicate better? What, like, what is it? Are we having, are we going to do a monthly meeting? Like, what, like, how, like, what do we do? Well, those would be, I think that would, I, I don't know offhand, but those are parameters. No, I'm just asking, like, it like would what be do like, you, like, you yeah. said, like, we're setting up prenuptial agreements. We're going to figure no, out. No, 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 I'm, I'm saying, like, I'm, how do we, how do we make the communication what better is, is what I, I'm what saying. What I'm telling you is, right offhand, I don't, I would have to sit down and honestly think about that. That I don't, I don't just have an answer. Because I feel like, I'm it'd be like I feel like, and I think it's also, you would have to learn as you go. Because you think you know now, but you I hit think, things. Um, and, I think meetings are essential because, like, you work in a company, you work with a group of people, like, I might not understand your job, 
you might not understand my job. But I might be looking at you like this motherfucker lazy because they don't do X, Y, Z or whatever. But until we have an understanding, I every every company that I've worked in, the ones that I feel like had more success and had a better morale and a and a better team were the ones that had either monthly meetings or just had more meetings like with everybody where everybody can come and say, Hey, I don't like this or I like this or you gotta we you do don't it like, at my job. We do you don't weekly like huddles yeah, for that's my small group and then yeah. our whole department then. So it's like if if you bring something to the table like, you know, I don't like how this is this Maybe management don't know how to fix it, but one of the other coworkers might be like, "Oh, I think also, this could help." But like, I also don't like that shit in meetings too. Cause I feel like in like work meetings, some of that, a lot of it is people always looking at what's what. Instead of focusing on what you're that's doing, cool. you stay. And I just feel like oh, but, that but, be tattletale shit. But it like is, it shit. is. That's that cool. Shit. But I think in in business, you're able to spot problems that way. Mm, yes, yeah, and try to fix yeah, them as opposed to letting them fester. Mm-hmm. And then boom, they just blow mm-hmm. up. Um, but yeah, I think, like you said, like communication for sure, because in any relationship period, you have to almost yeah, communicate, I, these, I guess. Yeah, Cause I heard these guys say like, oh, we just, we just let it go. Like, huh? But that's the problem. See, but years? Their, their friendship began to deteriorate. They let the friendship go and you allowed that to affect the business relationship. Like you kind of let everything deteriorate. Well, they didn't, well, I'm just, I don't know. They, I'm just going off what they said. They were saying like they... They let the 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 questions they had about why certain stuff about the business wasn't going a certain. That's way. what I mean about yeah. your friendship deteriorated, and then you allowed that to affect your business relationship, and that begins to deteriorate as well. Like now, because we don't even talk, I don't even want to say anything. I don't want to talk to you at all. And it's like kind of like oh, no, now- they were saying they were saying because of their friendship, they was letting this shit go. That's what I'm just going on based off what they said. They're saying because of their friendship, like. Issues they would have. Oh, you didn't they say they would, didn't speak up on. They didn't speak up. Or they would speak up on, and nothing like got resolved, and they would just let it go. Like, oh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that's, well, that's, that, that's believable. I can believe that. Yeah, like I that's think, what I they were saying. Like, I can I'm, definitely believe that yeah. to be true for friends. Sorry, I don't want to misquote them, but that's what I heard they said. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, I just think um, I I hate that it happened this way because this. Like, I, I, it gets a bad narrative paint on it, like, that you can't do business with your friends. I don't think and it paints a bad narrative, but I think that people, it, that's, it, listen, again, this is all for your entertainment, people. You take what you want. It doesn't give a bad narrative to anything. It's all in No, I, I think it is, because not just this, way, like, you. no, like, no, I think it does, because, because this is an we see it, no, it but is, but I've but seen, saying, I've seen it I get before. it, but that's what I'm saying, you've seen it, but then how many examples on the counter side are there people in friendships that operate well in business? There, it, I'm telling you, they're likely just as many, yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. But nobody people, highlights no, the positive stuff. That's my point stuff, is, no, not nobody, what I mean is, People don't care, but that's what I mean about if you no, choose... No, people care about no, it. No, people don't care. That's what I'm saying. If you're telling nobody highlights it, that means people don't care about it. No, my point is, you, people it. choose to receive what they want to receive. So, in my opinion, it doesn't put a bad look okay. on business and friendships. It's just that's how people, your it's, opinion. It's how people and receive it. my it, opinion is my opinion. I know. I'm just saying it's how people receive it because if you looked at the numbers and you said, oh, well, it happens on, the side. It happens on both sides. Like, it can be good and it can yeah, be bad. But then you don't then you don't be like, oh, it puts a nasty taste in my mouth. But, no. I mean, I feel like if you're only looking at the negative, then, of course, and I still nasty. hear motherfuckers saying black men ain't shit, but the shit they keep saying. What are you talking about? I'm just saying you saying like it, like people say stuff, but yeah, there are people saying black black people ain't shit, and people saying that I love black men or black people. So I mean, again, it goes the same thing. But there are people on both sides. Is, but... so my point is, 
if you. But I'm saying one is always louder no, than the no, other. No, this goes back to the, <laughs> one is always. Why are we talking about pick a side culture? You try to make people pick a side, and you really don't have to. It's not even. It's silly. I'm it's not like, telling you to pick no, a side. No, no, I'm no. all I'm simply saying. That's what you just said. That's what no, you just I said. One I, is louder. I said no. one is usually so, louder than the other, nigga. That's yeah, what I said. Yeah. Okay. I don't, listen. Usually, if you make it all my, the way, it have a lot of things. Okay, it have a lot of steam behind it. My opinion on it, it does because I felt like. This is something that they should have been out, been able to work out amongst themselves. Well, like, it's not for me to say what they should have been able to have. do. You no. should hope that people can do if that. Y'all friends and friendships, you should be able to. But who individually too. It's how who yeah who you are individually. And a lot of these motherfuckers don't have no people have their own growth to do. You have your own journey still that you're taking, and you yeah, gotta figure I, it out. And hopefully, at some point, you guys can reconcile as friends. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's the important thing: is to reconcile the friendship. Yeah, because I don't, I don't understand how people can go from just like going, they have a fallout and just like, I'm never going to talk to this I've person seen ever it. again. You know, I have, no, I've seen I it have a million times. Who are at that place with yeah, you. but I'm just yeah. saying, like, I still don't understand how you can do that shit. Like, I don't. Like, I don't have it in me. To, I don't even have that kind of energy to keep that up with you. Like, mm-hmm. to keep that energy towards you. Like, fuck that motherfucker. For life, like damn, nigga, you, you, like motherfuckers is keeping that energy for motherfuckers they don't even see no more. Mm. Like you ain't even seen this motherfucker in twenty years, but you still got that same energy for this. What if I don't have that energy? What if I just don't care to speak to you? If that I, shit like, is still on I, your spirit. What if the anger has dissolved? That shit is still I, on your spirit because when a motherfucker bring up that person's name, is it, it, it's gone. It's no, gonna strike a nerve. No, that's, I'm saying, what if the fitting has changed from like that anger to? I really just don't care to speak to you. Like, I'm not mad at you. I just don't care for who you are. Whatever. Mm. People grow. They change. Feelings can devolve. Uh, I get evolve. it. I, I just don't understand it, honestly. I don't know. Like, because I, I don't have anybody in my life or that was in my life that I'm like, oh, I don't care to speak with that person. Maybe other than, like, some exes. But it's like, what's the point of speaking to your ex for, really? Right. So... I don't know. I just never been like that before. Mm. Like I don't have people that I'm like I'm never talking to them ever. Again. I don't have any. Like mm. I can't think of a person that I'll just be like I'll never talk, say anything to that person again. Can you? Mm, no, I was thinking if I can you Eric? Is there anybody you'd be like? Yeah, you you a cancer? Yeah, you definitely got a few people on your list. <laughs> <laughs> Right now, <laughs> they got another, got another strike in the name. I know, I know one of them right now. <laughs> I ain't gonna say that. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even on that list, so we good. <laughs> I um, it's funny. I was just talking to my homeboy yesterday. He was talking about, oh yeah, so 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 you don't fuck with, um, and I was, it's a girl. <laughs> and I was like, I haven't thought about that issue in so long. I was like, honestly, I probably overreacted. I said, but I just um. I, I had a reason for not fucking with the person. I was like, I really don't, I don't care about that now. He was like, yes, you do. I said, nigga, I'm not even that person no more. I don't give a fuck about shit like that. Like, I don't, he said, I don't have the energy to focus on shit like that. I don't have, if, if I don't care for you and you're so insignificant to me, then it, I'm sending the exact opposite message by putting so much energy into you. Like, that's, come on now. Yeah. I really just, they piece it up high by, you know, keep it cordial. If I don't care for you, it's very few people in this world that I can say that I don't care for and you have to have rubbed me a certain kind of way. And if I feel like that, I'm still cordial. Like, I'm not rude. I don't, I don't, I don't dislike you. <laughs> I don't, you know, it's crazy. 
Yeah, man. So, uh, get that hate out your heart, but, people, uh, man. Yeah. I get it. I know people have been done wrong. Trust me, I've been done wrong. Yeah, a, I think a everybody lot of in that times. situation is <laughs> like, very hurt, and everyone yeah. there needs to apologize to each other and move on. And that's all we got for the Joe Budden podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I do have a question, though. Oh, yeah, um, you got nothing. I got two questions for you, really. First off, um, are people's relationships their business? Like, or they're our business. Are they like, as, at what point does like a personal relationship become a public matter? Um, I think if if abuse becomes involved, then it it's probably just a public abuse? matter. Yeah, like I no, okay. Your relationship is everybody else's business if you put it out there. Mm-mm, okay. I would, uh, so now I'm thinking, uh, so I read a story that made me think about this. It was about a New York parent. Obviously, they're not saying the name people, but um, they're saying incest is a third-degree felony. It's a New York parent who's seeking the right to marry their own child, of course, and they have to. Um, How the fuck you go from asking me about It's their own adult offspring. Incest, it's their own adult offspring, and it's, they're calling it a matter of individual autonomy. And... Um, why the fuck isn't this in ghetto gossip? What is this? Because it's, it's not ghetto gossip. So my question on that is, I feel like it becomes an issue when people start to question morality. Then we decide. Nigga, that's nasty. Matter. Right, right. That's no, but nasty. I'm saying. So, but I'm thinking even in, so now I'm broadening it. Like like you said, abuse. So when it becomes an issue, where people think morality or ethics, it becomes a public issue, right? Yeah. If it's a pedophilia, now it matters what's going on in your relationship. If there's something, if it's sodomy, it matters what's going on in your relationship. Yeah, now maybe. we care. It's it so it becomes public business. If you yourself put me, no, but I feel like. Even if people put you in their business, sometimes they tell you about it. It doesn't mean it's your business. It you know? is now. It means I'm talking to you. No, now I'm, it's like watching a TV show. So nigga, if I'm they, ready tell, for the next if they episode. put you into it or if it's an a issue of morality, then you feel like we have the right to kind of be. It, it, I, I, I'm saying, like, at what point can you dictate the terms of other people's relationships? I guess. Nigga, you just said it. Morality. And, and you let me in. Like you now, nigga, I'm locked in. It's like a TV show. You gave me an episode. I'm ready for the next episode. Because, like, if we have issues and we go and talk to friends about it, they can be in our business. From now on, they can they probably They probably going to follow up. I'm not going to follow up. Because I remember on one of these episodes, you was asking me, like, you talking about you never yeah. following up. We definitely But my that. friends probably going to ask, like, oh, you, you straight? Like, how if... And they probably will. Oh, shit. And I'll tell them if I am or not. But I ain't asking that's terrible. Um, still terrible. All right, and then my last question I have is: Do you live a double life? Do I live a double. What the fuck kind of question is that? No, nigga, I got one life. I think. Uh, what do you think a double life is, though? Like, what do you consider a double, a double life? life? That most people say double life. I mean, like you got like another family or another girl or some another whole relationship or something. Mm-hmm. And that okay, I like it. I like it, but I think that like people live double lives all the time, and it's like it's not to be such extreme examples of like you got a whole other family. But that's a good example. We think of spies as a double life, you know. Um, I think that most people live double lives on a daily basis, honestly. Like, um, 
a man who goes to work every day in his business suit, but he secretly like likes to wear lingerie underneath. <laughs> like that's subtle. Nigga, that's, but that's, like, de- that's a double life. This, that's my fuck? point. Hey, I'm that's not doing my... that type of shit. <laughs> you talking about? I didn't ask if you was doing it. I said, <laughs> do people live a double life? I you mean, said, anything. no, you said, do I live a double life? You people, just said, do people. There's a lot of people. My brothers who, who uh, go to work every day as a businessman and then embezzle on the low. Like, that's another life. That's what I'm saying. Nah, you that's the same life. You businessman, you embezzling that same life. <laughs> but double life, most, a lot of people live double lives. But you was asking me if I live a double life. Mm-hmm. No, because I feel like even when I'm at work and I gotta dumb it down a little bit, I'm still myself. Like I can say that you lived a double life, but about when you were Dylan and Dillinger. I had no control Before, over that. You, no, you had complete control over it. No, what are you talking about? It was <laughs> as much as you wanted to drink. What are you talking about? So my point is, my point is, you. You don't feel like that's living a double life, being two different people? Uh, no, because if people know the other person, then it's not living a double life. That's not true It's at like all. The, the, your Wait, other life is usually your... If no. you have a double life, your other one is usually secret to like the people that know you. Not necessarily. But that's a double yeah. life. Mm-hmm. That means that uh, you have a... If I got a double life and you know about it, it's not a double life. It is a double life. No, it's not. Okay. That, not in my opinion. It's being two different people is still a double not life. Not in my okay. opinion. Do you know people who live double lives? Mm, Can you give any I've, examples? I've seen them. Yeah, examples? I've known some. Can you give any examples? Um, shit, hell yeah, shit. Most niggas be out with their homies talking shit and then they go home and they be a totally different person with mm. their lady. For sure. So For to sure. me, that's like a double life. Like, How about like if somebody was like secretly like abusing a woman? Like you didn't even know the nigga was abusive. Maybe verbally or physically. Like it could be your friend. You had no clue. If I didn't know, um, I guess you could say that's a double life. Yeah, I guess so. Like who are you? Like because it's like, who are you? I would never think that you were like this. You don't appear to be this way. Yeah, that's true. Like if I didn't if I didn't expect you to be like that, then. Yeah. I can't believe this nigga's going home and whipping ass. <laughs> Not this nigga. Yeah, got to be like a double life, yeah. Hopefully them niggas ain't no more. People live all kind of double lives. What if, um, like, I feel like maybe I live a double life, like my OC, I don't have OCD, but you could call it you that. Do. But, like, a lot of people maybe don't know about, like, how crazy I am about in particular. Uh, all they gotta do is just things. come around, they'll see. Can that be considered a double life? Go to dinner, go out, go out with her. Okay, can that be considered a double life, nigga? You'll, you'll see it. <laughs> no, that's not a double life. They'll see it. They, when they see you, they'll see it. What if I try to hide it? I, you don't think I try to hide it to any degree? You ain't. You can't. Mm-hmm. All right, reporting live from the other side of America is motherfucking ghetto gossip. All right. I've got a few stories. You know how we do pass or ask. Florida woman survives being hit by a flying turtle. Go ahead and pass. I know you want to. <laughs> yeah, pass that. Okay. Anybody can survive that. A New Mexico man went to the grocery. Well, it came flying through a windshield, so anybody could not survive that. Um, a New Mexico man went to the grocery store while he was shopping. 15,000 beebs moved into his car. 15,000 beebs? Beebers? Bees. Bees. Oh, uh, they said like the beeb squad or something. Yeah. How can they all fit in this car? Jesus, me. All right, let's hear why. Because why they go just into his shit? Um, he took a, a routine grocery trip on a leisure Sunday. A New Mexico man, when he came back to his car, he found... Thousands of bees in his back seat. Um, he was at Albertsons in Las Cruces. 
and he had left his windows open while food shopping. And um, it wasn't until he had started to drive off that he noticed thousands of bees were taking the trip with him. Um, the fire yeah. department pulled over. The fire department How you came. Get in your car. You don't see nigga. They didn't even hear the buzzing. <laughs> the, the fire department. Um, he pulled up. The fire department came to the scene, and um, they were able. They one of the firefighters, Jesse Johnson. Shout out to Jesse Johnson. Is an experienced beekeeper. And uh, he's able to get them out safely. Or did he smoke them out? Yes, he did. I shit, I felt because I remember I was on the freeway one time and I seen a swarm of bees coming, and it was a hot day, like one of the days where like you got all your windows down, your sunroof down, uh, open. I rolled that shit up so fast, <laughs> but it was a lot of people who was less fortunate than me. They didn't notice it, and yeah. So it and was I bad. said that no injuries were sustained during this. Um, Man shot by FBI agent outside CIA headquarters after allegedly pulling out a weapon. It's not much on that story. I don't really have any details because it's yeah, an ongoing nah. case, to be honest. I thought it was more interesting because I thought it was like they shot each other. Like the FBI shot the uh, CIA or some shit. The Pfizer COVID vaccine could be authorized for adolescents very soon. This was like a week ago. I read it, so it should be. Let's hear this because I want to hear the reason and why. What they're doing it for the kids? Yeah. They want to protect them. That's what they're saying. They said the kids, nigga, they won't even have a chance um, of So the move would allow many American middle and high school students to be vaccinated against um, COVID-19 before starting the school year. So that's, I guess that's the motivation. Um, um, and using a Pfizer shot claims demonstrated 100% efficacy in children as young as 12 years old with side effects similar to those that have occurred in young adults, but rare. Um, oh, they said they got 100%? Of course. Efficiency, yes. Um, of course. So, then that's the reason that they're saying is so that they can get kids back into school and keep it a safe environment. They just want they just want to get kids back in school no matter what Pretty what much. the cost. They want to test this shit on your kids when this shit ain't even been proven to be effective. It was eight fucking eight Yankee players fully vaccinated. All the motherfuckers got COVID. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not an anti-vaxxer none of that shit. If you feel like you need to get it, grab it. But I'm not putting nothing in my body that's unproven. And even when it's proven, I probably won't. But I just, I don't I don't get it, man. The science, they didn't told us all type of shit. They told us, don't do this, do this, do that, don't do that. Like, when y'all get it together, maybe we can we can talk about it. But I'm cool. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to figure out how big this place is. First of all, I can get a story on this one because I'm going to give an overview. These motherfuckers. It's not saying, but um. What's next up? Come on. All right. Um, five charged in alleged smuggling operation after police find ninety-seven undocumented people living in a single Houston home. That's a lot of people. Let's hear it. One home. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of stories. Are you sure you want to? Oh no. Honestly, um, it's come on now. Police bust dark web child porn site used by more than 400,000 members. No, I don't want to hear about no child porn. You don't want to hear about, you don't want to know the dark web site? Okay, got it. Hell no, nigga, I ain't going to go to it. No, I'm saying to tell people not to. Okay, got it. <laughs> um, this is a, uh, this is weeks ago now, so. Caitlyn Jenner is running for governor, which we all know. And the reason is because her private jet flying friends are sick. That's what she said in the interview. Let's hear it. Um, I want to hear what uh, Bruce... 
So she said, this is what she said. My friends are leaving California. My hanger, the guy, <laughs> she has her own hanger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course. So the guy across um, in his hanger, he was packing up his hanger and I said, where are you going? And he says, I'm moving to Sedona, Arizona. I can't take it anymore. I can't walk down the streets and see the homeless. At that moment, I knew I needed to run for governor. That's because, what Kaylin said. Huh? Because, yes. Because <laughs> his buddy in the other left. hanger that he owned. He left because he said he was he couldn't see the homeless. His rich friends were leaving out of here. He said, oh, yeah, but the rich guy just said, you know what? I can't stand to see these homeless people. Let me just leave. I said, I don't want to look at them instead anymore. Of helping I don't want to look at them anymore. I'm going to leave. Instead of helping. I'm going to go somewhere. That was, 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 that was her inspiration <laughs> for running for governor. She's, My she's rich friends are leaving. Because these homeless motherfuckers are out here on instead our goddamn street. Instead of taking that money that he going to buy the house in Sonoma, <laughs> Sonoma then helping the homeless niggas that I'm out of here. You niggas can have us, these homeless motherfuckers. Interestingly, <laughs> <laughs> she had an epiphany while at her rich ass hanger. Yeah. Like, oh my God, the homeless shit right. We can't turn anywhere and not see them. <laughs> yeah, now go to the beach. So I think that her lecture is pretty much doomed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pastor asks A woman says she's been abducted by aliens 52 times and has the bruises to prove it. I'm good. Because <laughs> if you would have seen her bruises, it doesn't look like uh, something that you would be saying. Um, this is funny. Um, I, I had it in a different way. Let me see if I can find the other story the way I like to put it. Damn. Well, I guess I have to put it, this story then. Sorry. It's two of them I read, but this is the other way around. Um, this one says, man returns to $6 million home to find someone had borrowed it to get married. The original story was a couple... Um, what do you want? Do you want to go, nigga? You already talking about. Okay, it. so um, it's a couple, um, Shanita Jones and Courtney Wilson. Um, I'm not sure if they're married now, but shout out to them if they are. Congratulations. Um, they try to hit a lick. So they were. They had been. They it's a mansion, a six million dollar mansion, seven point two acre estate in Southwest Branches, Florida. They were having their wedding there. Okay, so they invited. Tons of people, um, and they called it the Wilson's Estate on the invitations, and um, it was a weekend, an all-weekend thing. Let's go, So people were coming Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? So they got to stay, I'm assuming. Uh, no, here's the thing. Um, immediately, Nathan Finkel called the cops once people started arriving because they never rented this place they just saw, thought it was once, a vacant home, thought they could use it. Like, no one lived there if they're going to be able to just use it for their own. So, once guests <laughs> started arriving, God called what about when they were setting it up? The, uh, that's when they had people started coming, not guests, sorry, people were coming to um, set up. And that's what happened. So, then they got to have their great wedding. So, so what happened was it. the guy, Nathan Finkel, actually put the property on the market or whatever. And um, Courtney, what did I say his name? Courtney Wilson did come. Him, he was looking at the property and. Um, he came on, I think, on two or three occasions and looked at it. And like, he was a buyer. Like, he was to be a potential buyer. And then I guess at one point he did ask the guy if he was renting it out for any purposes. And the guy said, no, he's not renting it. He's looking to only sell it. Um, I guess he was and he was asking questions about where he lived, where he stayed. I guess the guy didn't allude to living there. He was saying that he lived somewhere else. And they had been staking the property out. And they had been there multiple times without him thinking that it was just vacant. He can do what he wanted. They had been back, checking it out. So he lived there? 
it's 7.2 acres. You can imagine it's so much property. They didn't know that he was living on the property at all, but it's so huge. How could you know that? So when they had people coming, that's when the guy figured out, you know, what is going on. Hey, you know, so people are coming. And you call the cops, and their wedding was shut down before it began. Damn. Um, that sucks. That sucks. Damn, <laughs> but it's so funny. Look. I feel like this is some straight nigga shit to try to have a wedding at a venue you haven't even locked down. You invite thousands of people to they come. Black. People, yes, they're black. People are flying in for your wedding for your wedding weekend, and you don't even have the venue locked Where down. Where are they gonna go have it now? That's fucked. Where are they gonna go have it? <laughs> And they almost hit a lick though. Woo! That's hilarious. Why okay. he didn't? See, they should have did a little bit more studying. <laughs> they should have definitely cased that place better. Um, man who spent 22 years in solitary um, confinement urges Illinois to curb psychological torture. Um, nah, pass. Okay. Um, multi-platinum songwriter Jay Wright arrested in Iowa so for allegedly killing his girlfriend. Pass. Chad, you know who Chad Focus is? No. Okay, Chad Focus gets 30 month sentence for stealing 4 million from his employer. Pass. Secret Service seizes returns to states um, in the amount of 2 billion in fraudulent unemployment payments. So they took it from the states, not from actual people. No, the states have actually taken it from the people. They didn't pass it out. And so it's been seized from the states. Oh, shit. All them was profiles anyway. Pretty much. Um, and people didn't even want the money. It was somebody else wanted it for them. Okay, let me get some more interesting stories that you might want to hear. Kim Kardashian is in a great headspace following Kanye West split. Fuck her. Honestly. Uh, Jaden Smith is opening a restaurant where homeless people can eat for free. Uh, let's hear this one and then we're going to take then take us out. Uh, wait, uh, can I give you one more good one at least? Jesus, me. Nigga, you said you had no more good ones. I know, ones. I said I have a lot of them. Um, no, we over time already. So, Jaden is set to expand, uh, let's see, what's it going to be called? The restaurant called I Love You builds on the efforts he made to help feed homeless people on Los Angeles Skid Row two years ago with his I Love You food truck. So, now he's going to do it in brick and mortar form. And those who can um, pay will pay. Um, those who can pay will pay more mm-hmm. to pay for the person behind you, essentially. So, is, so is it like a sit-down restaurant? Um... I don't think he's... Yeah, it has to be. He said it'll open. It's a pretty safe bet. He'll be able to follow through on his plans. Um, I don't know. And it's going to be in the Skid Row area? He hasn't said what it's going to be yet. Um, it should be out here. Um, and he's this, he's done a... I mean, well, I've seen a lot of philanthropic things from him personally in the media. Um, yeah. Last year, he partnered with Lyft to provide free rides to people in communities like Flint, Michigan. Um... So they had access to clean water and grocery stores and work opportunities. Um, and remember, he did the box water initiative out there as well. Um, also trying to, you know, give them water and get rid of the plastic problem. So um, we'll see. Um, they haven't said where it's going to be at. Um, that's all we have is that he's opening the I Love You restaurant. It's going to be a sit-down restaurant. Food truck, so. um, and again, it, those who can will pay more for the person behind you. Please don't complain about that. <laughs> all right. Um, my only thing I'm going to say. So they want me to sit in a restaurant with the bums. Come on now. You don't have to sit in there. You can get your food and go. <laughs> I'm not, but they be smelling. And they have. I don't know. I don't like think it's, I can't, I've already told you. I don't know if it's a sit down restaurant. <laughs> they haven't given those details. 
He just said I'm paying for the nigga behind me. So that's this is terrible. <laughs> this is my something good. He making it nasty. Nah, I was um, just, just fucking around. Um, Take us out. I want to get out on the Kobe story or. Say that story later. I'm taking it out on a Kobe story. This is one that I'm actually pretty um, here for. So the Los Angeles County firefighters, um, they are to be fired over the Kobe Bryant helicopter crash site photos. Fire them niggas. That was a very nasty thing to do, and um, I like it. Um, I think this is this is sending a message. Get rid of them. But wasn't there some sheriffs too? Um, I think the firefighters were first on the scene. No, it was, but it was some sheriffs, too, that was... Because uh, I remember they had their names released. Uh, Vanessa Bryant was... This oh, yeah, it is. The suit also accuses several Los Angeles County Sheriff deputies of taking and sharing photos as well. But did they, they are get also, fired? Um, um, they get fired. They're all, I don't know. They haven't... It's it's a law. It's a pending lawsuit, so... So mm. they haven't got fired. They haven't got fired, but they're personally being sued um, by... Brian, Vanessa Bryant. Mm-hmm. She has a. She's revealed the names of the alleged deputies. So the pants off they. So have. she's not playing any fucking games with them, and and I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um. Yeah. Shout out to the goat and the Bryant family. That's right. Um. Hall of Fame. This. Cold. This. Uh, I think that was a very disgusting thing that happened. Sheriff Alex Villanueva condemned the deputies' behavior. Um, but that's not enough. That's lies. That's not enough. He condemned it, but he didn't mean it. And he ordered them to delete the photos. It's not enough. Once they're out there, they're out there. Yeah. The captain of the Malibu Lost Hill Sheriff Station, which oversees the area, um, pushed back on the decision. But it was overall, he pushed back on that decision and make them take it down and all, like them getting in trouble. I don't like it. Um, he, Villanueva said it was his number one priority to make sure those photos no longer existed. Once something is on the internet, you can't get rid of it. So you can't make sure that it doesn't exist. It's nasty that it happened. And there need to be severe consequences for that. People lost their lives. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. The people that are meant there to put in a situation to protect and serve and do what they're supposed to do are here being groupie whores and doing nasty things. And that's not cool. I'm not here for it. So I like this. VB. Nasty. Take care of that shit. That's right. Send right. a message. You can't do whatever the fuck you want. Take us out. All right. You know, as always, episode 75 has come to a close. And we are happy because you could be, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. And we appreciate that. Thank you. Deuces.